Hey there, this is Sean and Andy, and welcome to Just Shilling, a podcast that may or may not happen, which is designed for positive people to discuss all things in fandom that they enjoy. Or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounded good. I think that sounded good. And just for context, um, just shilling is uh, an idea that came between two friends. We just like to chat and hang out. Um, and we're like, you know what? We should just like maybe release this. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, and we're, this is rough, warts and all. And we're looking for constructive feedback if you have any. But yeah, this is, this is it. Excellent. So how are you doing, Sean? Pretty good, man. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Yeah, it's it's been a it's a rather dark and dreary time over here in the UK at the moment. January is uh, is is here. We have a long time to look forward to summer vacations or anything like that. So it's all about knuckling down, enjoying the content that we have available. Uh, at our disposal today and, and really just cracking on with, with, with the drudgery of, of, of normal life and work until we can have some fun. But uh, yeah, apart from that, I'm always smiling and, and trying to stay positive. What about yourself? I think it's about the same over here uh, for in case you didn't know. I'm in uh, Lake Tahoe, California, and it's about the same. You know, it's uh, cold and dreary where the, the snow has started to pick up and um, kind of buckling down for winter and trying to make my list of uh content that i want to consume you know i try to i try to be active during the the warmer months and then the sun the winter months just kind of that's when i binge all of my content and i'm looking forward to some stuff and i'm also looking forward to some of the things on the on the horizon uh which i'm sure we'll we'll get into but yeah same kind of same kind of thing uh should we should we introduce ourselves for to, to people yeah, who yeah. aren't I, familiar? I, yeah, when we do this properly, I guess we're going to have to yeah. introduce ourselves and explain who we are and where we come from. Why, why, don't, why, don't, you, why don't you shoot, as a, as a, as a veteran of, of our wonderful fan community, why don't you introduce yourself first, my friend? Well, first of all, I'm flattered that you, you call me a veteran of the community. I mean, I still, I still feel like an outsider and a, and a newbie, but that's, uh, that's flattering to hear. Uh, but I'll, I'll jump right in. I'm my name is Sean Hoffman. Uh, you may have heard my name throughout miscellaneous podcasts and things like that. I usually up until now, I've tended to stay in the background and build websites and do all sorts of other stuff for for my friends. But after meeting Andy and in London, you know, we kind of hit it off and found uh found our conversations therapeutic so we decided to just kind of keep maybe formalize it a little bit maybe we'll see but yeah uh i i'm in the u.s i'm california i love to build websites and things like that and do other goofy stuff and i love star wars and other pop culture content um and i love talking about it i love talking about the positive aspects the kind of breaking it down i love kind of like theorizing like in the middle of a season just talking about like what we think is going to happen 
talking about upcoming movies and content and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, what about you, Andy? Tell us a little bit about yourself. <clears throat> well, I'm I'm based in the UK. I'm a, a father of two adult daughters now. Married, happily married for, for approaching 30 years next year, which uh, probably explains why I don't take stuff too seriously. Because <laughs> you can't. This, this, is, this is where we enter the clapping. The clapping. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've forever been a fan of, of many, many different types of sci-fi, fantasy, criminology, um, crime stories, sorry, crime stories, many, many different types of, 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 of media. But, but obviously my, my, my first love is, is Star Wars. I saw it when I was, uh, five years old in the cinema. Uh, I'm, I'm that old that I saw a new hope in the cinema. Uh, I remember it as if it was yesterday and it, it really did influence my life and who I wanted to be. And actually maybe one or two, even some career decisions, uh, certainly on the education side of things. I've very much been, like yourself, very much felt as if I've been in the background. And in fact, I was quite happy to be quite comfortably anonymous uh, in the community for quite a few years, actually. And it was only, so I, I followed many, many, many podcasts uh, that I felt were like-minded, didn't take themselves too seriously, were stoked about content had a very uh, positive and demeanor about their fandom. And like I said, most most importantly, didn't take themselves or indeed the media itself too seriously. And very, very happy just to remain anonymous for quite a few years. And I'm going, I'm going all the way back from perhaps the first, one of the first podcasts I, I listened to was maybe 2013, 2014. So at least a year prior to the the you know the, the new disney content but and and i was happy in my in my in my in my blissful anonymity that's the word i, I need to you're in your safe space around. your safe in space safe of being space. comfortable yeah, with yeah. yeah listening 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 to these pods when i on a weekly basis when i when i walked the dog or or, or or drove or drove to work drove to work and it was during lockdown so lockdown came and um i made the I made the, 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 I'm a big boy now. And I made a brave, brave decision to start reaching out to a few folk and say, Hey, listen, I've been listening to you for, you know, four or five years. I, I think what you're doing is pretty great. Let's connect on, 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 on what was Twitter or discord or so on and so forth. And it's really started there again, very much in the periphery, but making these kind of connections and during uh one of my favorite uh people let alone uh podcasts was uh, uh the, the bad motivators and th- eric from the bad motivators i think when he was gaming on twitch made a yep. made an introduction between you and i because we were both because we were both going to celebration and i was as nervous as hell you know i'm i'm probably one of the oldest people within our our group as it were but i was as nervous as a schoolboy on his first day going to school uh, uh meeting you guys and you made it very very easy for me to to join the team or to to get involved and i met up with all of you uh in celebration we had a 
uh, a great time during the day, um, enjoying the the event and uh, partied pretty hard in the evening as well. And I really came away from that thinking these are my people, and um, I missed you all a great deal when um, when uh, celebration was over. And so, wanted to make an effort to to kind of sustain the 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 the, the, the friendship that I felt was 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 growing. And you and I have have, have spoken either with you know uh, with others in the in the in the uh, the community or just face to face on our own since celebration and the opportunity to kind of galvanize our conversation in this kind of format format is great because you're like I said I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself you're a like-minded person that you just you just love the, the, the stuff that we're getting there's stuff that you like there's stuff that you don't like there's stuff that you're indifferent about, but ultimately you're generally quite a positive person and quite frankly, don't, like I said, don't take, take, don't take yourself or the content too seriously. So that's, that's me. That's me. Well, to add to, and add to what you're saying, it's, I think it's coming away from celebration. Like I was extremely motivated as well mm. to kind of maintain those relationships because like I've, I've always joked about it in the past of like, yeah, I have a lot of friends, but very few friendships. Hmm. where it's like, yeah, you can count the number of people, but the, the number that you actively engage with and feel like you're actually having a real, like a true conversation is, is pretty limited, especially given the lockdowns and given just the, the general state of like where different people's lives are at. And hmm. so I know, I know after, after London, I, 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 I really wanted to uh, make a, a focused and conscious effort to continue to stay engaged, not just on like social media. Cause that's, that's kind of that, that friend realm where it's like, yeah, people, people like your, your tweets or, or give you a thumbs up reaction or whatever, but that's not, that's not real engagement. That's not real, uh, back and forth discussions. And I know that, uh, we all engage differently and engage in different areas. But I think when you find that group of people that are not just like-minded because I think there's, I think there's individuals who maybe aren't as like-minded, but they, they can engage the same way. They're open mm. and willing to have a, a constructive conversation of where you're just, you're, you're not getting hateful. You're not, you're not putting your emotions into it too much and you can hear dissenting opinions and it's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all, it's like, all, it's like, all like, good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like-minded people doesn't necessarily mean they agree with every word you're saying. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, a, a, um, you know, a, a, a disagreement is a healthy thing. Getting other people's ideas or other people's takes on a situation that you, is, 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 is actually quite smart because you may, it may give you a different perspective on, on something that you may not have considered before. So, I mean, uh, when I mean that, you know, when I mean, when I mean like-minded people, I'm talking about whether they agree with me or not. They just, they just, they're respectful. Like I said, they don't take themselves too seriously. And ultimately it's, uh, it's all about one of the things that I've taken away from, 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 from this community, from this team is that, is that it's okay to not like something. It's okay. And similarly, it's okay when you don't like something to really enjoy somebody else's pleasure in yeah. something that you may not that, that you may that you may not agree with or you may not like yourself and that i think is, is is wonderful and that's one of the things that i feel so blessed that we've i i've i found a group of folk that respect each other which which i think is 
it sounds really simple, but it, it seems to be so rare. I mean, you know, unlike, you know, my, my, my social media presence is zero. I, I, I'm only on social media to connect with, with the people that I engage with. I'm not there to grow my, to grow my, my followers. I'm not there to, I, 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 I don't necessarily want, or to be honest with you, um, I'm not the type of demographic or profile to have a huge social media presence and i'm cool with that i mean it's it's my my number of followers are the same as the number of people that i follow which is kind of binary but that's but that kind of suits me and and it's you know the reason why i'm really excited about doing this pod is that is that i get to talk to you mate and it's and for posterity we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna record it and see see what happens, which I think is great. Yeah, and I same like a hundred percent. I think another angle for me is, I think after lockdowns, and I think I mean for for context, my partner uh, hiked the Pacific Crest Trail. It's a it's a trail from Mexico to Canada last summer. Uh, it took about five six months, and so. At the same time, I was I was off of work, and one of the things that I kind of took away from that is, it's like you need the the reason one of the reasons I'm I'm excited to do the pod too is is the repetition and kind of the schedule and the routine of it, um, because I think after that last year of just kind of realizing if you don't have something to like pull you if you don't have that routine, it's very easy to get stuck in a rut and allow that to spiral everything around you um when you don't have that sense of time or anything forced that forcing function mm. of of hey I'm, I'm supposed to be meeting with somebody today and then so with this it's kind of combining both of those worlds a little bit of like hey you know let's let's set up some responsibility here sean let's get let's get a routine going to do something that you enjoy it's not like you don't enjoy it but mm. uh as somebody who tends to err on the side of uh not starting something um, unless I'm, I've got a routine going, uh, this will be a huge, and like, I think it's, and it's already, it's already paying dividends, like just forcing that habit of, uh, of, of communicating more and not just hiding behind the screen or, um, or saying, yeah, we'll, we'll, that's do, cool. it. we'll do it that day. Yeah. That's really, that's really cool. And, and in addition to that, because I do I like you, it's very easy to let months, weeks and months go by without having any genuine engagement with folk. Work is quite transactional. The work I do is quite transactional. Yeah. And because of, I mean, I was doing hybrid working for quite a few years actually before lockdown, but it's even more so now in that I rarely, very, very rarely these days uh go into the office anymore so i'm very very remote like yourself and it's very easy to wake up one morning and you know we're in march and it's like goodness me i haven't spoken to anyone and then on that point actually speaking to people like-minded people about the stuff that i like i never do it i never ever do it i love my family with all their heart uh, with all my heart sorry and they're very tolerant of their old their old dad but they're not into the stuff that I'm into. I mean, they think it's kind of quaint that their old dad is into spaceships and and laser swords, but 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 they're not into it. And my and and even my friends um, in the UK that 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 I I grew up with and I went to university with or I work with, 
they they know what I like, but I I can't have a discussion with them. It's 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 a very superficial discussion or a very uh, um, uh, light discussion that I can have with them. I can't get into the nuance. I can't get them into the nuance of the the aesthetics of the way that Andor looked. I can't talk about people getting upset about brickwork you know on the walls yeah. or or screws i i can't i can't go into that kind of that kind of uh um uh, that kind of depth and um um which is the reason why i like i i, I like this I, I i like this kind of engagement with with someone like yourself well like in those those relationships are pre-existing they already yeah. they are what they are and you already have that context but when you can come in and meet and discuss things with people who like our first introduction, which but besides the thank you. Thank you, Eric Strothers for, uh, for introducing <laughs> us on your Twitch channel. Uh, he's like, Hey, you should get to know this guy. And it's like, I, I can't even pronounce his screen name. So I'll, but I'll give it a shot. And then meeting up <laughs> at, randomly at the hotel bar. Uh, like our, our first context is, it's like, Hey, this person likes star Wars. I'm like, yeah, like it, we don't have, we could be completely different in every aspect of society belief systems whatever but it's like if you can come into a room and say hey this person likes star wars or likes whatever content like you you can really deeply engage in that way um but it only goes so far yeah for sure and that's where that's where certain groups fit exactly i mean it only goes so far i mean this person loves star wars that's kind of an entry you know that that's kind of an entry that's a, a, a an entry to having a conversation and you know as well as I do that there are there are folks that 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 we may or may not engage with anymore. That you have a conversation, and it's like, well, not for me. <laughs> we don't. We don't. No. 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 But do you know what I'm trying to say? Is is that is that? I mean, there are, there are a bunch of folk years and years ago that I used to follow, and I followed them because Star Wars was their was their was their gig, yeah. and over time their values their yeah exactly i didn't perhaps I, I didn't perhaps appreciate it so what i'm trying to say is that and i'm doing a really bad job of it is that is that star wars is the entry point but there's so much more depth into the you know, the friendship that you and i have got for example now where it goes way beyond it we can talk about anything you know what the weather's like and it's it's that kind of it's kind of beyond Star Wars now, if that makes yeah. any sense. It's just like it's like the gateway. It's like the the, the yeah. gateway to a, a conversation. And as you continue to work through that, even even if you just look the, through the lens of Star Wars, like just the way that people discuss the films, yeah. what they see in it, how they see themselves, um, and what they're interested in, you can you you start to slowly discern. Like, yeah, this this person's not not really something i want to engage with or you know it, yeah. it leads it leads to more and i think that uh we see that within the community that we're in you just see like the the level of friendships and stuff that have that have hmm. been formed i mean even even beyond friendships for some people which is absolutely wild. Yeah. like it's, it's like congratulations that's like it's it's crazy to kind of take a step back and go like all of this like it's not a huge community but it's it's big enough to that that these kind of friendships and stuff are forming and that's I've, I've, like, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, like, if I thought something like this was possible, 
I would yeah. have like kind of like laughed you out of the room because Star Wars was always something to me that like I just kind of kept I kept close to the chest a little bit. It's like yeah. not that yeah. not not as an embarrassing thing, but like I enjoyed it passionately so much, like so much that I didn't really want anybody else to to kind of affect it or like kind of ruin it or and really I was just I was kind of comfortable with it being my own my own thing mm-hmm. my own thing that I dug into like these are these are my action figures this is this is I, I'm reading these books like this is my own little world that I live in but then yeah. having that expanded and and kind of the doors blown off uh and seeing like hey there's other people that maybe don't fit a stereotype yeah and, and whatever. And you can have all these different worldviews and all these different thought processes uh, and all different walks of life. And it's like, wow, like, and we can actively engage and hang out and, and, uh, and do all this. It's like, I, I would have never thought it possible. So I'm, no. I'm extremely grateful to all of it. Yeah. Likewise. Uh, I, I almost carbon copy. Um, I thought that star Wars was my little, my little hobby as my wife likes to, likes to put it my little hobby and she tolerates me and lets me go off and play with my dollies. And, (laughs) and, uh, I, I, I honestly was again in in this, in this blissful influence, but it's so much, my life is so much richer from having these kind of relationships, um, and the, and these engagements. So tell me, so tell me, we, we met, we met at celebration. Tell me, tell me your thoughts about Japan. Are you doing Japan? Oh, I'm doing, Oh, I'm absolutely doing Japan. Excellent. I mean, I'd like, I, I say that now and tickets haven't come out yet. Cause I know that for London, I, I had a really hard time, uh, getting tickets, getting a four day. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't able to get a four day. I had to get individual days and it was, it was quite, quite painful for Japan. Uh, we are planning on going, uh, Madison and I are both planning on going, uh, she'll probably go to like one or like she says one day or an afternoon celebration, but I'm hoping to go for the full three days. Um, hoping to stay close to the con. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been to a handful of celebrations now and starting in my first one I that I truly kind of went to was Orlando. And I did the whole like Airbnb miles and miles away. And I can say that that genuinely affected my experience negatively so then the following, the next celebration in Chicago, or was it, An- whichever one was next, I stayed like a little bit closer. And then in mm-hmm. Anaheim, I, I was in Chicago. I stayed a little bit closer, like a, within walking distance. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can go like, I can be more engaged. I can co- I can go back to the hotel. I can like walk to these events where people are hanging out and, and doing stuff. I'm like, all right, this is, this is better. Like it goes hand in hand with like kind of getting more and more involved with uh, the community. Um, and then finally in Anaheim, I stayed like right in the hotel, like, like a, a hundred yards or whatever that is in meters away from the, the entrance. So I could just boom, I could just boom, 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 walk in and out. It was, it was, you, you mean London? Game you no, mean this London. was in, Ana- this was in Anaheim. And then, in, oh, then wow. in London, then in London, I carried that forward and I was like, I have to stay close. Like there's, I couldn't, I couldn't believe how close you were. Uh, I was I was only disappointed that they didn't have the far doors open. So I actually had to go out like one end and kind of do this. Like they had a bunch of construction going on, but uh, that was a, that was a game changer too of like, Oh my gosh, I could, 
I could go buy stuff and then I could walk yeah. to the hotel, drop it off, and I could come back with nothing. Like, hey, we're getting ready to go out and go to the bars. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go take my backpack and all this stuff, drop it in the hotel, maybe lay face first on my bed for five minutes, and then leave with nothing, and I'm I'm ready to go. Um, and so that's the plan again for Japan, hopefully. As long as hotels are, I mean, it looks like there's a lot of hotels available in that area, but that's kind of the game yeah. plan again. Yeah, so I'm I'm in a very similar position in that I'm definitely looking for hotels on site or as close to site as I possibly can. Unfortunately, it would have been great if Lucy, my wife, had, had, had was coming with us and she uh, sorry coming with me, and she was really really up for it. But she's I'm very proud of her actually. She's 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 re- retrained, so she's gone back to gone back to university and um, she's training to be a um, an accountant. Nice, and she's uh, she's already passed her. I can't remember what they call her, her, her. If you like her 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 remedial qualifications, so that she's officially kind of like a um, an accountant, but she wants to kind of get to kind of CFO type of um, oh type nice of training. Um, and she's got a finals that year, and and only a month or so after um, celebration, so she's going to be head down and studying. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm definitely coming to Japan. However, I will be a whistle stop tour and I will feel like crap at the end of it, uh, because I'll probably fly in a day before and I'll probably fly out the day after, um, simply because if I go to Japan, yes, I want to see all the sights and sounds, but I want to do it with my wife. So I'm coming, I'm coming in, I'm coming in exclusively for, 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 for celebration to hook up with you guys. So, so the, the the closer to the venue I can get, it'll be perfect for me. So is she is she wanting to do, go into accounting so she can like rein in your Star Wars spending, like figure out how well, to she's already, cover all that. She's already, she's already done a good job. The thing is, I'm not very good at collecting. I mean, I've I've already um, uh, stopped collecting an awful lot of stuff because it was kind of getting out of hand, yeah. and I've 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 got no room left, quite frankly. But I'm not a very good collector anyway. So I think I shared with you guys a while ago, I've literally gotten rid of a lot of my collection, both my original collection from when I was a kid and my and, and the recent, you know, when, when Black Series came out, it blew my mind. So I'm going to get them all, got to get them all. And I gave them away to charity. And my wife is more more angry that I gave them away to charity than I, than, than, cause I, she's, she's, you know, she's quite rightly said you should have flipped them, but I can't be, I can't be bothered with the hassle. So a lot of them I gave, I gave away to charity, um, rather than sell them on, uh, rather than sell them on eBay and at least get a, a, a bit of a return on the original investment. But no, I, I, I can't be, I can't be done with that kind of stress. <laughs> so she's really, she, she's not impressed with me at all. I, I apologize for taking us off of Japan and I'll make a note to, we can talk about collecting. Cause as you can, I'm sure you can see behind me. I have, I have similar yeah. stories of collecting and, and, and my yeah. always adjusting, uh, always adjusted and kind of evolving strategies of how I'm going to fit uh, stuff in this room and get rid of things. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's complicated for sure. Uh, you got a lot Japan, of guitars, my friend. You got a lot of I, guitars. Yeah, I, I hear that a lot from from <laughs> from the misses. Yeah, yeah, they they're cool. <laughs> I like them. 
for about for Japan. Uh, so what what's interesting about Japan to go back to that? I feel I feel uniquely kind of comfortable with it because I actually just got back from my first Japan trip mm-hmm. um, in what when did I go October or November of last year. Um, so I'm hoping much doesn't change uh, from that, but I'm feeling feeling quite comfortable. I'm I keep trying to like sit down and get my notes together to share with everybody um, specifically about things like the train, how the trains work and how, because I, I, I kind of see some early conversations uh, of people talking about like, Oh, I'd love to go. I'd love to go do this. And it's like, it's only like a two or three hour train ride. And, and like I'll inject my opinion and stuff there and be like, you know, like there's, uh, there's a lot to do in Japan. And like, depending, yeah. I, I would, I would kind of recommend to people like, kind of identify like the areas of things that you want to do. Like, Oh, I want to go look at like Edo period stuff, or I want to go look at gardens. I want to go look at this. I want to go do Disney, but not the specifics. And then I'd work around the area that you have, unless you're going to go for like two or three weeks and have at it, go, go buck wild. But I think that's instead of trying to do like day trips, like, Oh yeah, the trains Mm. are fast and they're really far and they go really far, but you don't want to spend your whole time on trains. They are super useful. Well, we know someone that might want to spend the entire day on a train. Shout out Uh, to Catherine. Yes. And I was going to, I was going to say to her, I'm like, I'm afraid that she's not going to leave. Like they're going to (laughs) have to to make her leave. Like, cause it's, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. The, the train systems there are something. I mean, I was amazed with London's train system, but then going to Japan, it's like, this is, this is a different level of, of, especially coming from the U S where, our, our trains are usually freight, uh, especially up here in the mountains or, or Amtrak, which is, which I've ridden. I've done that and it's meant it was a fun time, but it's not, it's nothing close to, uh, what, the, what you guys have over there. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, we, I'm, we, I'm, the, the, the scale is slightly different. I mean, we're a very sure. small country. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a very, very small country. Uh, and we've got more, you know, we've probably got more cars than we actually have space, which is the reason why the, the government is trying to develop very badly, I might add, the the, the, the rail infrastructure a little bit. But I'm, I'm not going to get into politics. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got an elect- we, we've got an election coming up this year and I'm hoping there's, it's an opportunity for change. But um, that's for a, that's for another day to talk about politics in the UK. I was about to say we have an election year this year too. So yeah, and I and I too don't want to talk about it. So uh, that's we'll we'll leave that one there. Uh, but yeah, you said you were going to Japan. You're only going to go for the couple days, like yeah, the start yeah. day before, it, day after. It's it's gonna I, hurt. It's gonna hurt. There's gonna be some pretty crappy jet lag. So what I'll try and do is to try and throttle my my partying accordingly uh to make sure i can stay as close as i possibly you're shaking your head i know i'm not very good at that but but, but i'll try and i'll try and uh you know do, do the right thing try and stay hydrated try to find a medium between what is true nighttime and sleep when people are asleep in japan and what the time is over in the uk to kind of not put my body clock too much out of out of kilter but um Listen, we'll see. I can always rest when I get back. I'm not too bothered yeah. about it. 
it's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm about to say there's, there's water, there's water in beer. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't necessarily call it hydrating, but <laughs> I'm fine for four days then. I'm absolutely <laughs> yeah, fine. That's all I need. You're good. You're good to go. I mean, we, we survived <laughs> London and that was, yeah, that was in did. people's old, that was in your backyard and other people's like old stomping grounds. And we all made it out of there. Like I somehow yeah. made it back to my hotel by myself on some nights. So <laughs> not really sure how I did, but well, yeah, we'll I see do, what happens. I do. I do remember you. I do remember, remember leaving one or two taxis and you would go one way. I would go the other. And I'm thinking to myself, is he all right? <laughs> is he okay? I made, I made it somehow, you know, it's, yeah, you made all, it. I, all I had to do is just keep going back to celebrate. It's like, I'm just going back to celebration. And then my hotel was right there. That's exactly. another reason why you stay close. It's, exactly. It's just exactly. so easy. So tell me about the, um, so yeah, I think that's, it's good that we've got, um japan on the radar that's something really to look forward to i guess we've got what maybe three maybe four months before tickets come out at which point it's going to be a chaotic dash to to try and book as many tickets as we possibly can i yeah. do hope i do hope is it repop do it read i think it repop is still doing it i believe right i and really so- hope they 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 get the get the queuing system sorted out uh and i don't mean queuing for for the um tickets for the uh uh yeah i'm not talking about the for the for the events during the celebration i'm actually talking for the tickets themselves because you actually bought your tickets before i did and yet i was able to get a full weekend pass which is crazy which is which is crazy they 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 seem to again they seem to just drip feed drip feed batches of of these type of tickets did you get yours resale part. or or no just no no, no. Got, 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 got it direct from the site yeah yeah it was it was relatively it was a relatively painless process as well which is weird it was really i, I don't know whether it was because i was they identified that i was dialing in from you dialing in god what year are we in i was <laughs> i was uh uh, I had a I had a UK IP address. I've got no idea, no idea at all. But it, it seemed to be very, very painless, which was great and and very was very, very lucky. But yeah, but yeah, I do hope. I do. Th- I'm 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 thinking. My thoughts are that it's probably going to be in like April or May when tickets drop. Yeah. Uh, I'm basing that on nothing on more than just past experience. But celebrations have changed a million times, and and we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm anxiously awaiting it. I'm actually. With Japan, I'm actually more anxious about getting the tickets because, like, you can't really do anything until, like, I can't commit to, yeah, until I, until I have them because you never know. And I think a lot of that comes from my experience with going to Japan before. Not that there's any correlation between the two of these, but when trying to get tickets for, like, Tokyo Disney. Yeah. They, they, all of their systems were online there. You couldn't call. Uh, It was very specific windows of, openings and then queuing and it was always on like japan time and so that was just doing that like day backwards time calculation is just something that i'm apparently not good at (laughs) and then it was also it's like not to get all technical about it but it's like the servers were in japan so when it's everybody's racing and i'm going from the u.s to japan and like that 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 lag time and that latency there really kind of made it painful because you i'd be there just boop and it load and everything's gone yeah. like immediately it's like oh come on so i yeah. think i just have like a 
not that I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get something, but it's just kind of that like anxiety around. I wonder what it's going to be like. Is Repop going to be more prepared than they have been in the past? It does seem to get better each year. Yeah, I know that's like relative, but uh, I'm I'm anxious I to get wonder... tickets so we can start booking stuff and and going. Yeah, we can, we can we can start. You know, we can start actually seeing it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. You know, start touching and feeling it, and it feeling it feeling real. I also wonder. I do wonder how busy it will be now. If you think about London being relatively accessible from the whole of mainland Europe and also a huge contingent, although not as big, obviously bigger, a huge contingent from the US came and obviously our Australian friends, well, they'd go anywhere. If it was in Iceland, they'll, they'll, they'd be there. <laughs> they, they go anywhere. You know, they, they, have tac- they have tickets and they will travel. It's what they do. But I do wonder what the uptake will be in in Japan, and I'm guessing it's relatively accessible, actually, from West Coast US. Yeah, it's uh, not bad. What is it? Se- seven or eight hour flight? Something like it's that. It's about eight. It's about an eight hour flight. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, eight, yeah. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. If you're going, kind of. Yeah, yeah, about eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So in that case, so in that, so in that case, I wonder how many folk from Europe will 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 go because it's you're talking about a 15 hour flight well from london anyway i guess it's going to be the further east you go so france germany germany poland etc etc the, the the further east you go it's going to be less but it's it's a relatively it's a relatively well medium haul i guess you call it uh, I, I just, I just wonder. I just wonder. And of course, it's, it, it's, it's. I, I don't know what it's like for you guys, but they're not cheap tickets either. No, they're not. They're not cheap tickets, and that, and that's that's one of the things that I, my kind of my running theory on it is, is that I think it, I think it's still going to be packed. I think it's going to be, especially with right. it being only only three days instead of the four. I think I think we'll see a different, a different group, but I think there's going to be a lot of people who. This is going to be one of those, like, it's going to be a big trip. Like, this is like yeah, similar yeah, to what yeah, they always yeah. say about, like, I don't know if the, if the comparison makes it over there or not, but, like, they always compare, like, Disneyland in California to Disney World in Florida. We're like, sure. Disneyland's pretty accessible, and it's, like, usually a smaller park, this, this, and this. But Disney World in Florida, that's where people, like, when pe- people go there internationally, and, like, that's a big trip. They've been saving for it, like, and it better it better be great because they've hung a lot of expectations on it. And I think that's going to be this for Japan in a lot of ways. Do you know, I'm 51 years old and no one's ever explained to me the difference between Disney world and Disneyland. I've always known that they've, I I obviously know that they're, they're they're different, but is it simple? Is it simply the size? Disney world is, is Uber. It's massive. So, so Disneyland was the original, uh, basically it's basically two parks and it's, it doesn't have a lot of, it has a lot of property, but it's, it's kind of walled in by the city of Anaheim. Like there's hotels and roads all around it. Disney world was developed later and they bought an absolute monstrosity of property. So it's kind of more insulated. It's got water parks, parks and things like that. And that's, uh, as a fun side note, that's actually where Madison and I met when we both worked there in the college program oh, in wow. Disney World. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, so I could I could tell you all sorts <laughs> cool. of fun stuff about it, but uh, yeah, Excellent. Disney World is huge. I've never, to- I've never, I've never ever understood the content. I've never, I just kind of 
I just kind of assumed that they they, they wouldn't call it Disneyland Two or <laughs> Disneyland East Coast, <laughs> Disneyland Disney, West it should, Coast. It should be called Disney Swamp because it's in Florida. Yeah, yeah, it's basically yeah. all swamp land that they pumped water out of. But yeah, but uh, I digress. But yeah, it's, that's but, no, that's really cool. But yeah, Japan. I think there's going to be. I think there's a lot of expectations for people who do because it's going to be it's going to be expensive. Yeah. And I think the other thing that has me excited and anxious about the tickets coming out, because I think that's when plans will start to solidify for for groups of people. Because uh, I think yeah. up and up until that point, everybody's gonna be like, I don't know, maybe like I we'll see how it how it shakes out. Because ticket prices change every celebration, too. So like if if celebrate if the tickets come out and the prices have doubled, who knows? I don't know what they're going to be. Yeah. And then people start seeing that it starts becoming real. You start going into the hotel blocks and going, Whoa, those, those that's expensive. Like I'm optimistic right now. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to be there. But if, if it's insane, then, I mean, we're all, we're all kind of at that, that yeah, exactly at the whim of, of the price setting. So I'm excited and anxious for that time to come. And until then I will just keep going. Well, it's, it's been radio. I'm, it's been radio silence until then. Like exactly, exactly. And I've always got a. Ba- I've I've always thought about having a backup plan anyway. And the backup plan is, is if this is just economically not doable. Damn it! I'll wait for Lucy to finish her exams, and we'll get a flight over to the states to start visiting people. That's my backup plan if Japan is not is not in any way viable. Now, it's going to have to be pretty extreme because I'm very much committed to going, but that would be my backup is to, is to get on a plane, get a, get a Winnebago or something and experience the length and breadth of do some, do some Sean Hoffman type of driving. I was about to say, (laughs) I've, I've done that. I've done that drive more times, like too many times. I've actually done cross country trips twice in the last two years, which is two more times than I, I really thought I would. But um, yeah. See, I see, mean, as a Brit, as a Brit, that is the dream. That is the dream. As a Brit, that is exactly the dream. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do any kind type of road trip or go any, where all of us, if you ask anyone in the UK, if you had, if money was no object, and you and you had to do a road trip, where would you do it? Everyone says the US. Everyone does in the UK. That is the dream. Is it? I'm is sure it because of? I'm sure Is it it's because of size? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, size. It just but, the, it's like... but also the magnificence of the whole thing. It's a little bit like, you know, you, you can go from you can go from seasons within one country. You can go from different terrains, from the most beautiful forests to to the most extreme of deserts within the same country. And it's relatively, relatively accessible. Do you, yeah. do you understand what I that's, mean? That's it's fair. a little bit that's like fair. I mean, I've spent some time in New Zealand, and New Zealand's like a reminds me of a mini version. But, but not, sorry, the guys from the, my Kiwi friends will start in, start battering me for these comments. But you've got on the two islands in, in in New Zealand, you've got you've got again these little microclimates that are very very different to each other, and you can again be 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 snowboarding off peaks in in the morning and and basking in the sun in the afternoon within within a relatively accessible time frame it's but yeah i mean you know route 66 all that stuff love it yep. 
Love we that stuff. Well, we we can't talk too highly of New Zealand because that's actually somewhere that that Madison would like to live, and so I kind of have to like, oh, yeah. tamp that down a little bit. So we don't want to we don't want to speak too highly of it. Although it would okay. put us close, it would put me closer to Japan and our Australian friends. Uh, yeah, but you know, but uh, yeah, the road trip thing is is interesting. Route sixty six, yeah. Like I think I think even even if Japan works out, we I think we got to we got to start. Not planning. Let's not go that far. But like, let's just let's say you and Lucy come over, and like, we'll we'll meet you guys down in SoCal. We'll meet oh. all the SoCal people. We'll just do yeah. a. We can we can we can road trip across the country, hitting all hitting all our friends. Like I got I got the kind of the 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 route down pretty much by this point, and I, I know where a lot of people are along the way. I try to stop and visit them when we can. But, yeah, uh, no, that's cool. No, we won't bring right. the cats this time, though. Like I won't I won't make you suffer too bad. <laughs> so. They can they can stay home. That yeah. that was interesting for sure. Yes. Yeah, you surprised me when I saw the the photographs of of you with the cats on your road trip. But I must admit, when you originally posted them, I thought, oh, well, he must be taking them to the kennels. He must be taking them to the to to to, to wherever. And then, like a week or so later, you got more photographs of the cats. They're in still the car. they're still there. And they're still there. And then it's and then you get the photographs of the cats in your hotel room. And I was thinking, holy crap, he's actually taken the cats with him on this road trip. And you did explain, you know, you, it was a last minute, last yeah. minute um, preparations. And, and, and it was and they, they, they're good cats. They, they were quite chilled. Very chill. They were they they did all right. Like they're pretty they're pretty chill cats as it is. And we don't have we don't have too many issues with them. I mean, I don't know what their final thoughts are on how it went. I think they're happy <laughs> to be home. I mean, it's not something I'm going to be like, because it's not like we were in a camp or anything. If, if if we had like a motor home or some RV or something like that, that we could like a Winnebago just to go across. I think that'd be different. But like cruising, yeah. cruise across the country in a in a regular car with the cats. That was interesting yeah. especially since it was the last minute and going across and like we didn't know what we need we were going to multiple places and then coming yeah. back from the holidays too and we had like gifts from the holidays and man you should have seen you should have seen that trunk because we had everything all tetris in there like like a puzzle and then like a blanket over the top so the cats couldn't get into any it was it was wild i don't think i'm gonna do that again anytime soon but it was, it was a an interesting experience for sure awesome awesome so we've talked about Japan. Well, we've introduced ourselves. Uh, we've explained why we're doing this. In fact, we did it the wrong way around, but as we originally talked about, but we've done that. We've talked about what we've been up to. Uh, we've talked about Japan. What news are you excited about at the moment? What are you watching at the moment? What are you, what are you, what are you excited about? And I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm asking the question f- across everything, you know, across yeah. absolutely everything at the moment, not just our mutual love for Star Wars, which is, of course, there's some great news there as well, but across everything, what's, what's really on your radar at the moment in the, in the horrible, well, in my world anyway, in the horrible dreary month of, of, of January, what's, what's going on in your brain at the moment? I think, I think the big things are obviously the, the low hanging fruit there, which is the, the news about the Mando movie. Yeah. That's exciting. A kind of not, I want to say it was expected, but it's not surprising. Um, but I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see it on the big screen. 
I'm excited to see if it's like, I won't be disappointed if it's not um, like if it's just a really long, I won't be disappointed if it's just a really long episode of the Mandalorian, but at a movie theater, that'll like, mm-hmm. that's like, that's the bar for me. It's like, if it's that great, that's awesome. I'm excited. If it's more than that, if it's bigger budgets, more special effects, more in more engagement. So it's less of a TV show and more like a, a movie production that that'll be cool. But just to see the difference between those two and what they can really do without kind of the, the, the television budget and production schedule. Uh, I'm really excited for that. I think that'll be really neat how that all shakes out with everything else in the pipeline. I'm fine with like, I I'm excited for all of it. What, what stays, what goes, whatever. I'm just excited for more, more content. Yeah. I certainly think it's very safe. Uh, It's a safe bet for Disney. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I, 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 I don't care what we get. To be honest with you, as long as we get it, and we're fed well, and um, and with Mandalorian, weren't wasn't so keen on 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 season three, but again, I graze. You know, I I graze, and I like some things. I don't like others. The, the rest of the time, I make my own head come and can them up, and I'm blissful in that kind of ignorance. Um, but. You know, it, it, it's it's a uh, they need to they need to let's address the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is that is that the the fan base has been quite sometimes dysfunctional in terms of in terms of its support for Star Wars and very opinionated. And we you know we we want our certain uh, our our Star Wars served to us a certain way depending on individual tastes and other people have different tastes to others, which has created friction between disparate groups within the, within the fandom. And quite frankly, uh, I think I've said this before in other pods, the Mandalorian was one of those things that brought everyone together and everyone thought, my goodness, this is actually really, really good. But mostly it expanded, expanded beyond the fandom it's one. Th- it's a. It's a series that my wife, my children, join me in watching, and they'd never watch anything more. Should we say cerebral, like not so much Andor, because my wife did enjoy Andor as a drama in itself, uh, despite the fact that it was Star Wars. But they'd never be interested in any of the other, should we say, um, productions that we've had. And it's all down to you know the relationship between. Dinjarin and and and, uh, and Grogu, and it's a safe bet. And if move if Star Wars going to be successful in the cinemas, they can't just appeal to the sentiment of the fan base. They've got to get the regular viewer in. They've got to get that family money in. It's uh, and and they have they have that in in Grogu. Uh, I'm I'm excited about the the old Republic film that may well be coming out. Um, I'm excited about other things, but they're not the kind of subject matter that would excite my wife, for example, or excite my children or, or for them to want to come with me. And I think it's a smart move. I really do. And also in the, ab- in the absence, in the advent of, should we say declining or at least static growth in subscription services these days, getting a bit of return on investment as opposed to it uh, 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 a TV show 
being relied upon to grow subscribers i think is it's a smart room a uh, smart move and you never know it might be released at cinemas and at disney plus at the same time it's happening at the moment with other subscription services but i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to it and i'll be and i think i i, I spoke with the scruffy guy the, the scruffy looking podcasters at the week weekend just gone and and we were talking about this and I think it's a good segue into leading up to that Avengers moment as well. So, a it's a, it's a, it's reminding reminding in my mind reminding moviegoers what gro- gro- who Grogo is and what what he's about and his relationship with this with this gunslinger, which is which is almost like giving a run up to the Avengers moment that we believe is going to be the Filoni film. So I'm not gonna. I mean, I've I, I spoke way too long with the Scruffies the other day, and I want to go into all of that. But I am looking forward to it. I really am. Well, I think yeah, I, I think you hit the hit the nail on the head there in in regards to it being a safe bet, and and I say that meaning that it that's not that's not a bad thing. Like yeah, I, I know I know there's been times where where people will 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 we'll feel like we're, we're taking things away. Like they're taking things away from people like, Oh, we're pushing this movie out. We're, we're, we're pulling this forward. We're doing this as a movie now. And like, I, I, I try not to hang my heart on, on the stuff too much and, and be disappointed. Cause I know it's going to come. Something is going to come eventually. Cause it's going to keep making money. And at the end sure. of the day, these think these places, they they are businesses. They are, they're going to do what makes sense. And to me, like with, uh, with, with my personal experience with projects and things. And I'm sure other people can relate to this as well, but like this immediately screams to me, okay, we're in tough financial times, economic times. We can't, we can't be spending big, big money bucks on big money films. Let's go with something like there, there's a, there's like the the big wigs and then like the leadership for the star Wars. And they're like, all right, let's give them something that's cheaper but also a big win so then when things level out we can do the big stuff that we want to do it's kind of that balance between creative and business of let's push out maybe maybe push other things out bring other things forward bump bump mandalorian up mandalorian grogu up and so it's not like we're losing anything just the timelines are changing and i think that's while it sucks like the the my initial like i call it my three-year-old reaction where i kind of go man, I like, I want it. I want it now. At the mm. same time, you got, I have to kind of stop and go, but we're getting so much. And like, I'd rather it be good than have it be rushed and rough. And then have it continue to kind of like splinter and fracture, uh, the fan base and then kind of yeah. all social media and everything, all the news is blah, blah, blah. And then it's all just super, super negative. Um, and I think, I mean, I'm no psychologist, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but I do think there is an element of like, maybe time is a good thing in some ways for some of these bigger, bigger things, the, the, give it, give it some space, let them breathe. Not that that's not what I want. Like I want it all now, please. I would love it. I, well, you can't, not, you, can't, a, you, can't but you can't, you can't thing. Yeah. Go I ahead. mean, you can't, you can't say you can't you can't sustain excitement, the excitement levels of 2015. You can't, not when there's content coming out all the time. You can't, it's physically impossible to, you know, you have this wave of first nostalgia, then excitement, and then new, and then, and then, and then realize, and then realization. 
that this new content is something that 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 really lands with you well and then you once it becomes once content becomes commonplace how can you sustain that initial excitement i mean i i remember a time where there was a huge gap between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy and the prequel trilogy the the excitement going into uh, phantom menace 25 years this year by the way was insane absolutely insane i i remember the excitement for shadows of the empire which wasn't even a movie and like people were losing their minds over shadows of the empire and it was just I'm trying a, to find a game, some kit <laughs> a game, a book and stuff. And then all of a sudden you get, I had, I had the soundtrack and I like, as a, I won't say how young I was, but uh, you know, I don't want to make you feel bad, <laughs> but, but I remember playing that soundtrack and being like, I like this, right? I like this. Like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like this because this is what, this is new. This is, I'm going to like, I'm going to like listen to the soundtrack. Like it's my favorite artist cover to cover just over and over again. I'm like, I like this. And finally you're just like, man, I don't, I gotta stop. But listening the whole, to this. But, the whole, but concept. you're excited. The whole concept of novel, comic book, video game, and soundtrack as being this multimedia explosion was something new, and it was something fresh for Star Wars that we'd never seen. And subsequently, ironically, the 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 the, the Wachowskis used it for a similar kind of concept. For if you remember Matrix, when Matrix between they released the video game, the the at the same time as the as the second film or third film i can't remember which one it was now but it was that those kind of multimedia events in the in the 90s were really frigging cool uh for someone like myself who was quite influenced with um uh all stuff beyond film at that moment in time but um i find uh, there's one thing that i I don't think I've actually thought about until you no, I've just, uh, until you, until I've been speaking to you is that one other thing as well is that we've had this slate plan or this slate, sorry, from Kennedy, what, five, five years ago. And a lot of it hasn't been realized for various reasons. And unfortunately we, we see a little bit too much of how the sausage is made because, you know, the directors come and go, there are creative differences. There are fallouts in Hollywood all the frigging time. But because it's Star Wars, it's a catastrophe. And it really doesn't have to be. It's just the industry. It really is. It really is that simple. But one of the things that I was thinking of was that obviously we had only last year in, 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 in London, we had the three new films. And then obviously that it, the, the schedule behind those three films uh, is quite fluid at the moment. It's it's And... Of course, the naysayers are, oh, we told you, you know, uh, we can't, these guys can't keep to a plan. They're always pissing off their their, their creatives, uh, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, no, we just we just probably have too much information. And I sometimes wish that, that, that the team at Lucasfilm was a little bit more closeted than they are. Um, I feel blessed because we get to see everything warts and all, but uh unfortunately that that sometimes um just has the adverse effect unfortunately but one of the things i was to my point i never even considered despite the fact that i'm feeling quite positive about the change in plan and this favreau film coming out i didn't actually consider what the impact of the strike was now the strike was what five or six months i believe something like that yeah yeah so who's to say i could be wrong but i believe so 
I mean, I th- I mean, Nat, because I'm because I'm not a particularly smart guy. I would have thought, well, five to six months. That's over now, which means that the delay is naturally five to six months. But is it? Is it? it, it is 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 a five to six month stop, and the stop of planning and stuff going on in ta- going on at the same time that would normally happen during that period? Does that actually? Does a five month hiatus? Does that actually have an impact of twelve months? Because I think about it about the industry that I'm in, where if we were to manufacture a new a new product, a month a month's delay in the early days of production would have an impact of let's say a quarter. So I'm wondering if it's the same in the in the media industry, whereby you're talking five to six months. You know, is there is the net impact of that five to six month stalemate or static or or, 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 of the whole industry being frozen does that the actual net result of that actually mean the delay by 12 months or 18 months and hence the reason why maybe one of the motivations to get this in the as well as obviously the um the subscription growth issue well maybe one of the motivators is is to actually put it on the big screen because quite frankly they don't have time to do what they originally planned because it's the impact is a lot more than five months. I don't know. I'm guessing. I'm guessing, but I'm just, I'm just thinking about it from my perspective in my industry where, like I said, it's like, you know, it's like trying to, it's like, it's like when you stop an oil tanker in the middle of the Atlantic, it takes, what is it? Two or three miles to actually stop to come to a stop. And I'm just wondering whether, like I say, whether the impact of five months is actually a loss of 18 months worth of development time. I don't know. No, I think you're, I think you're spot on there. Like I don't, I don't work in the, the, the creative industry like that, but I could see that being a thing. Cause I think there's, when we, when we tend to take the 5,000 foot view of the, of these kind of projects, I think there tends to be an assumption. It's like Kathleen Kennedy, Favreau and Filoni sitting in a room with a piece of paper, writing, writing it out. And then once they're done, they take it. And then like, it just gets magically gets made. But I think it's all fair to assume that there's a lot of people involved from end to end and there is a lot of lead time. Um, and so if you have a day where you say everybody needs to go home yeah, and then six months later, it's not like everybody comes back and picks things up. Like the machine has seized like, yeah. And are, are the workers even the same? Is it even the same group of people? It's not like it's one-to-one where you have, 20 people leaving one day, then on six months later, the same 20, it could be, it could be 15 people. It could be a different 15 people for all I know. Mm. And it's not like they just pick back up. It's like, Oh, where'd we leave off? Like, I can't even remember what we talked about in yesterday's meetings, let alone what we talked about six months ago. They're like, what'd you do yesterday? It's like, I, I already forgot. I probably should have looked what I, what I did yesterday and it, but I could see that. I bet bet it takes time to like ramp things back up again. Cause it's not like it's a, uh, uh, a, a, like a, a, a single process. There's a lot of parallel threads yeah. going on, finance, story writing, marketing, uh, whatever big wig approvals and just all of these wheels in motion. And I could absolutely see that like a delay, especially a delay of that magnitude. Yeah. And, and it affected so many people. And it's not like this is the only thing in their pipeline too. Uh, Lucasfilm and others and Disney aren't just juggling Star Wars. They're they're juggling the 
a similar uh, things that we could we could translate this conversation to a different franchise. We could talk about Marvel, where they've yeah. been churning things out. They're getting content regularly, and people are still still pissed because because not the quality I want. It's like, well, yeah, in in game came out, and then we're all just like trying to chase that high. But it's like, yeah, I think you're spot on with the 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 lag time, uh, the oil tanker analogy, and things like that. I think that's. I think you're. I think you're right there on that. But it's not. But it's not unique to. You know, it's not. It's not unique. Not only is it not unique to Disney and subscriptions. It's sorry, and, and Disney Plus and, and and the movie content. It's not. It, it's it's universal, pretty much for every single media company at the moment. They're they're all trying to work out how to service best. Is it quality or is it quantity? We want both because we're naturally greedy uh, as as people. And churning, sorry, not churning. That's a really, really inappropriate word. Releasing multi, multi, multi-million dollar series on their streaming platform when growth is certainly no no well touch wood we won't go through a pandemic like that for for quite a few years now but we're not going to see that kind of meat that that kind of consumer uh appetite again because we were in a pandemic we all stayed we all had to stay at home well especially especially when the the pool of dollars that they can like we use the term growth but that's that's really kind of like that's a that's a nice term that we use for it. Like the pool of dollars that they can capture is finite. We only yeah. have so much money for subscriptions. We only have so much money to go to the movies. It's really about capture. Like how can they how can they capture more of the market share from Amazon and Netflix and other movie companies for the biggest bang for their buck? And if if they, if times are hard right now, if we're if we're struggling at the grocery store, then that pool of dollars is even smaller, and they're gonna they're gonna adjust accordingly, um, which which sucks for us, you know. Like I'm not, we're not gonna get month yearly and or style movies, or just two but movies even if a we year. Did, but even if yeah. we did, to your point, we've kind of reached the top of the bell curve. Yeah, you know, which is the which is the model for most that most businesses look at, especially when they look at acquisition. Um, they kind of reach the top of the bell curve, and so the only way up is through acquisition mm-hmm. and through share shift. So yep. the, you do one or two things, and Disney's buying up. You know, they they they've they've already done their major acquisition of Fox, for example. So you've got all of that included, and this, the next one is share shift. So you still have to steal customers. To your point. From Netflix, from 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 Prime, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there there are no net new as a as a as a as a TAM or as a you know a, a, a total attainable market. There are no new subscribers. We you're just moving subscribers around to different services and different and different different comp- competitors, and trying to build a mo- model like from that is must be extraordinarily hard, really really hard. Well, and then another to your point of how do you how do you encourage that shift even more by creating content that is uh, palatable to a larger group of people? Because, mm. like, not to be too literal about it and, mm. and bum people out, but it's like, yeah, Star Wars fans are always going to watch Star Wars. They're always going to watch whatever comes out, 
as, as, as mad as they get, they'll always watch it. But yeah. how do you get, how do you get their, how do you get their Lucy's and their Madison's and stuff to watch it? Yeah. Put, yeah. put, first put Grogu in it. And then that's like, Oh, okay. Now, now we're willing to watch a show. And then Andor comes out and blows the doors off the thing. But I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't think I would have ever been able to get anybody to watch Andor if it wasn't for the Mandalorian and being like, Oh, Hey, this yeah. is actually kind of like, this isn't yeah, yeah, all yeah, pew, yeah. pew, pew, laser swords. And, 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 and stereotypically nerd stuff. I'm throwing air quotes up. Like, yeah. how do we make more engaging content, not diluting it, but making it more engaging to a, a larger audience? Yeah, I agree. It's I like, agree. I hate to, I hate to use the analogy, but like, it's kind of what Marvel did in a lot of ways. And that's why I think that first kind of like Avengers run was so successful because they took the stuff that was in the comics that was you either had neither had a lot of time or a lot of interest to really kind of consume all that before the movies came out. But then they may, they were able to take those movies and make them more palatable to a larger audience in a way that was easily digestible and say like, I haven't seen all the movies, but I get the kind of the general premise. And so now you have to apply that to star Wars and say, it's like, okay, it can't all be super deep mythological, mystical, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we, we want people to subscribe and to be excited about it and not like we want to be addi- addicted kind of like really want to watch each week and stay subscribed, but also not so deep that people are just like, I just, I don't get it. I, I can't follow this. This is, this is too much. I need like to watch 18 movies where the context to, to, to pick up and, and carry forward. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, I, I'd it's, love to be a fly it, on the wall in those meetings, but. It's tough. To go, I mean, if, if you think, if you think about this, 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 the concept of, of perpetual growth, I mean, you think about to your point. You know, the, we, we started off with Iron Man, we ended we ended with 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 um, Endgame, and it was the whole thing was permanently ramping, 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 and then you have that moment. How do you keep it ramping? You don't. You start again, which is kind of where Marvel is at the moment, and it's. You know, some folk may well feel a little bit deflated because they've got to start all over again to the next ramp. And mm-hmm. do we, you know, do we have enough? Is there enough vested interest to to go through it all again? Because you have to go through it all again. Yeah. To to to, to, to that to that to that ultimate excite, exciting exciting moment. Well, yeah, especially it's, it's tough. Some... It's tough. I would I could never ever work in media, mate, because I wouldn't have a Scooby Doo what to do. I really. Oh, I don't. I have every. I'd have every single, and just this for people that are listening, my favorite character is Chewbacca. So every single, every single um, Star Wars uh, 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 TV program would be about Chewbacca. Uh, it would be, <laughs> there'd, there'd, there'd be a comedy. There'd be a love story. There'd be a uh, uh, Chewbacca undercover. He goes undercover as a wampa. So he, he bleaches his hair and, and he, he goes undercover as a wampa. And the films would all be about Chewbacca and, and his family as well. So um, that's the reason why I'm, I should never ever really think of myself as a creative because it, it would, you'd also, you'd all really have something to complain about then. Oh, I, I mean, I shouldn't be one either because I, I think mine would just be like, I don't even know if, I'm, if somebody asked me, like, if you ask me right now, who is your favorite character? I would probably go, I don't even, I don't even know who my favorite character is. I know what my favorite things about Star Wars are. The ships. I love tie bomber. Yeah through like there's just something about the tie bomber aesthetically i, I think can you see is it behind me can you see it uh, up there yeah, yeah got it got it and and there's something about like the like the sand trooper aesthetic it's like can i make a show with like tie bombers and 
Like maybe they're <laughs> like, that's like a kid's show. They all have personalities and it's like anthropomorphic spaceships and they're all friends. Like I said, Academy where you learn how to be a good space. I don't know. Like, so I, I shouldn't be a creative either. Can you imagine, can you imagine the next board meeting, Kathleen and Dave are sitting down, you know, chewing the fat and having their first coffee, coffee for the morning. Suddenly a young intern runs in and says, you've got to listen, listen to these guys. They're onto something. <laughs> they're onto something. We're going to, oh. we're going to like copy the aesthetic and kind of the, the, the ideals of Bluey, but we're going to do it with spaceships <laughs> and Wookiees. But it, but they're, the, but they're the bad guy ships. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll figure that out. But just look at the artwork. Look at the artwork that they came up with. Yeah. Well, that's why. You know As a Ooh. kid, with the exception of the Millennium Falcon, I loved, like you, I love the bad guy ships most. And I have, I've, I've never, ever talked to anyone about this. Never, ever talked about this. There was, when the original Marvel, the original Marvel um, uh, comic book came out again in 77, and, it, it, and in the UK, because we had, it was the days where the UK didn't get the A New Hope until 78. I don't know if you know that, but we, ha- we had it a year later. In most, in most, for general viewing, for general viewing, I'm not talking about premieres and uh, select viewing, and, and certainly in conurbations like London. But general viewing was was around '78, where that's 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 kind of when I first got involved. So things like the novel and the comic books were out before the film was, which really, really, oh, I guess you'd see them as spoilers today, which is the reason why media companies don't do it anymore. But at the time, it just got me even more ramped for this film that I was going to see. Anyway, at the end of the run, at the end of the, of the run of the, of the comics, they carried it on. And the first, the first, the first uh, story after A New Hope was where Hanseller and Chewbacca take the prize money and they want to go and pay off Jabba the Hutt. And they end up, either losing the money or, or, or the, the money stolen or what have you. And that's how they end up with this team of ragtag uh, pirates like themselves. One of which is Jackson, the, um, the green, uh, the green rabbit, the rabbit, the green the rabbit, rabbit. guy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Anyway, I addicted to this stuff. I mean, it, it took what was a really, really perfect, uh, perfect space fan space opera that I loved and it got very, very crazy and very camp very, very quickly in these comics. One of them, I loved it to bits because, again, I loved the Imperial ships. And it was it was a guy called Crimson Jack who was a a pirate, and he'd rep, he'd managed to get his hands on an Imperial Star Destroyer. So basically, he <laughs> retrofitted an Imperial Star Destroyer, and I think they came across him at least two or three times. And I think he's the guy that stole. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this, but I think he's the one that stole Han's reward money. I could be wrong. Anyway, point being, he he turns up two or three times during the original Marvel run, and he's amazing. He's this very, very muscular, because, of course, you know, it yeah. had to be muscular. Very, very muscular chap with a, a shock of red hair, big red beard, <laughs> hence Crimson Jack. I mean, the clue is in the, the, clue is in yeah. the name. Wearing this black leotard, I mean, looking like like a like a ginger Zeus, he looked yeah. absolutely amazing, and he was hilarious, and he had all of these pirates all over the ship. But it was using a it was using a star destroyer, 
And as a result of that, all bets were off in my house because I preferred the Imperial vehicles to the Rebel vehicles. So I had Weequays, I had Ugnaughts, I had all of them flying TIE fighters or, or <laughs> anything to do with the Imperials because in my mind, they're all pirates and they'd, they'd kind of they'd reprimand, not reprimand, they'd, 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 they'd got their hands on this, on this kit. Sorry. But yes, that was a very long way of saying, I agree, I think the Imperial... The Imperial uh, vehicles are trick. They're ace. That's that's always been like my biggest struggle ever since I was a kid because I've always loved the the bad guy stuff. And I think not not to go into this too deeply, but I Do I it. think if I was honest, that was probably my biggest disappointment with the Rise of Skywalker because I'd hoped in my head I'm like please let there be a Stormtrooper rebellion and I can finally root for people yeah. in Stormtrooper armor. I'm like just give me a reason, just give me a reason to not feel like a bad guy and be like man. Yeah. Stormtrooper armor is pretty freaking cool, though. It'd be yeah. cool to see good guys flying Tie Fighters, like, and it didn't happen. That, I was like, but. that's the one thing that was kind of that was a common thread between both the the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. Jedi, sorry, that they could have really would have been so sweet as a subplot, as as part of Finn's own character development that wouldn't have detracted from the the main story ray story but it was so wicked the guy the guy rebelled against the um or sorry the guy turned his back on the first order and then the last jedi when they get caught on the supremacy snoke's big ship there's a deleted ver there's a deleted scene and i know i'm sure you've already know this there's a deleted version of the scene where Phasma's the, exe- the execution, him. and he he basically has his has his fellow stormtroopers questioning Phasma's loyalty to the First Order, and that starts sowing the seeds of dissent amongst the stormtroopers. And it would have been so good, and quite, and it wouldn't have impacted the whether you like it or not, the plot of Rise of Skywalker had he led that that stormtrooper stormtrooper rebellion, which I think between you and me, my own gut feeling is that actually would have been more impactful for me and yeah. more human than a gazillion spaceships turning up because Lando called them, which I thought was yeah. a trick. I thought I thought it was fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but there was no context. There was no we didn't see who was flying those ships. It was apart from the, you know, it was, it was a, it was a thousand, 10,000 ships turned up, which was visually spectacular, but it, it lost its kind of humanity a little bit because it was so impersonal. Well, I think, and I think that's the thing I was excited about. I was hoping it would be kind of turn the star Wars thing on its head a little bit and be more about the everyday. Yeah. Kind of the everyday person and kind of like them having a real, a real part in it and being like, and you could have both, you could have the 10,000 ships show up and it's like, okay, now the, now the battle's equal versus like this insane mass of numbers of bad guys. But then the thing that really, I don't know what the proper like creative and story term is, but it's like, okay, now we've, we're equals. But the thing that really flip turns the tide and really is like the real impact is when you get the the Finn stormtrooper rebellion to then start crushing things from the inside and like all of a sudden you just start seeing 
Like I had the whole the whole head cannon. Like I'm sure everybody had their own. I'm like all of a sudden you start seeing star destroyers going down as as people start turning and going like this this is wrong. This is this is whatever. Uh, yeah. And people are just like, holy crap, we've got the we've got the advantage now. And like, I'm sure there's an element of like juggling. Like, okay, how do you if there's people turning on these ships, how do you get them to? you keep attacking those ships and take down the people who are helping you. I don't, but like that's overthinking it. I think there could have been a really like yeah. epic moment, like a goosebumpy moment. Like I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for that. Like, and it would have, and it, and it would have, it would have given, you know, it would have given it. it uh, don't get me wrong. You and I are all about positivity. So what we got from rise of Skywalker, maybe it may not be what we like. There's certain decisions um, yeah. that weren't, that weren't explained particularly well. And, and you've got to kind of, just create your own head cam- cannon, which I do a lot of the time to, to kind of make it work for yourself. But but it would have given, you're right, that would have given Finn in particular purpose, which mm-hmm. is which is something that I never, I mean, we, we never, we never, you know, we, we know he's sort of force sensitive. That's now insinuated in, in, in media um, and confirmed, sorry, in, 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 in media, mainly written media. But, it was it was it was not that was not followed through at the end of at the end of rise which had even had even had it been followed through and you know that that for that to have been kind of the end of the development for finn i still think that the rebellion itself would have actually been more meaningful than him being another jedi yeah anyway but that's you know that's that's why we do this right we love a little bit of bit of headcanon and speculating we don't get angry about it it's well, well i mean it's if, all good if, if if the movies and shows turned out exactly how they were in my headcanon i probably wouldn't be as engaged similar no, that's to, true. The that's same, very true. same as same as talking to people of like if every, oh, that, if every that, time i wrote into a podcast or whatever and people were like yeah i think you're right and that and then they just moved on i'm not growing yeah. i'm not learning i'm not changing i'm not seeing things through different perspectives sometimes perspectives are arguably wrong with how they turn out in movies or shows i don't know but who am i to say but, but at the same time it's different it's a. Uh... that's the irony of us of, of us fans is that we want we went we want our we want our star wars the way that we want our star wars but i i want it to be new but not too new yeah i want it to be i want it to be familiar and also the way i want star wars and if it's not the way i want star wars then there's something wrong, but you need to shock me as well. You need to do something new. It's 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 this forever. Oh, give me I could not be in media. I give could me not new stormtroopers, but not. <laughs> but don't make it obvious that you're trying to sell toys. Like I want, I want them both. Like, yeah, ooh, I like that yeah. you made them red, but like, mm. but if you don't get if you don't give me new stormtroopers, then I'm going to be mad. <laughs> and so yeah. it's a it's a delicate balance. It's like. It's, what LM, it's, a, it's a fire trooper now. It's like, oh, we already had that one. Give me a different one. We're a funny bunch. We are a funny bunch. So outside of Star Wars, my friend, what, what are you what are you also uh excited about? What are you watching at the moment? What are you what's what's on your mind? Well, I think what I'm most excited about right now is now that my my chaotic road trip and and Japan trip and family visiting for Thanksgiving and the holidays are finally over and things have settled down again. I'm actually excited about playing, catching up on some video games that I uh, haven't had a chance to catch up on. Uh, specifically, Spider-Man Two. I have it 
sitting here waiting, waiting for me. Uh, that's I've been trying to like avoid all the spoilers and stuff for it. Yeah, that's kind of been taken up. That's been taking up a lot of a lot of my time. Yeah. And and yeah, getting this getting this thing kind of up off the ground and waiting, waiting to to see what kind of new Star Wars or pop culture news are coming out. Um, I have I do need to catch up also. Like I'm I'm like the the uh, 15 minutes late kind of guy. I'm like, I'm also excited about Loki season two, whenever that came out and echo, I need to catch up on those. Like I've never been a huge Marvel person, but like the movies kind of got me engaged and I'm, I enjoy the the TV show content. I think those are the only two that I haven't watched. I've caught up on every, I've watched everything else. And so this is pretty unlike me to be this far behind. Um, but obviously it's been a chaotic couple months, but I'm, I'm excited to put those on and see where they're, where they're taking them. Like that stuff's kind of fun for me. Yeah, that's, that's well, cool. Well, I I actually like because uh, I know that um, you know we saw the growth of Marvel and and it's not quite where where it was at that time. It's rebuilding itself. It's got to do a, f- a few course corrections for uh, actors that no longer can be part of that franchise and so on. So they're going through the same kind of pain at the moment as the Lucasfilm guys are. But what I, I, I I'm really I really enjoy my Marvel experience as a fan because mm-hmm. i i i pick and choose what i want i'm not as die hard about marvel as i am uh, as i'm star wars i have to watch everything star wars that's a personal thing some stuff like i said you know at the beginning of this of this of this call we some stuff i like some stuff i don't some stuff i make up in my head to make it to make it fit but but marvel i just pick and choose what i like and like you i really really enjoyed Loki. I didn't so much enjoy some of the other continuation stories, like like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Not because they didn't think they were particularly good production. I thought they were great, but just not my kind of you know, I, I, I not my kind of not my cup not my cup of tea. And I quite like dipping in and out of it. I like the way yeah. that I've I've I, I curate my content. I'm loving what if. Yeah, I love what if, but I love it in the same context as I love visions and Star Wars as well, because it's that kind of alternative take that is, it's completely risk free. I love it. I love the fact that these studios are doing this kind of balls out stuff, which is well, it's not canon, so don't worry about it. But they're doing some really, really interesting stuff, which I think get the gets the creative juices going. And I wish if there was something I could wish for Star Wars and for any media is that. I, I know that there's an awful lot of people that want a good series with a, a beginning, a middle, and an end, or a, a cliffhanger to the next season, and so on and so forth. But I love these little individual standalone movies. Call them an anthology, if you like. I love, I follow things, I, I, I watch an awful lot of stuff like, is it Love, Death, and Robots? Yeah, on 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 Netflix, where you've got an individual standalone twenty or thirty, you know, like a Black Mirror episode. You've got a twenty yeah. or thirty minute episode, and it's not related to anything else in the series. And they go off on different tangents, a little short story with a nice little conclusion, or in some cases, a, terif- a, t- a terrible conclusion. I love that kind of stuff. In fact, there's a, there's a recommendation to anyone on Prime. It's quite old now. There's a there's a series called Tales from the Loop. It's a really really good uh, production. It's 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 based on I've forgotten the chap's name and I should have done my research, but it's based on a very famous French artist's work, 
whereby he would uh, draw a very beautiful cornfield in um, in a farm somewhere, and an old oat house and an old barn, but just slip into the background or into the side a little bit of funky technology, sometimes steampunk, but typically a little bit of technology that was out of place of that of that of that view. And this 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 program tells from the loop. It was inspired by this artist, and it's a, it's it's a slow burn. It covers some very fantastical subject matters. Uh, sorry, subject matter, but it also covers uh, some very very grounded uh, uh, issues like homosexuality, like um, uh, uh, same sex marriage. It, 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 it kind of covers all these things within this lovely little universe, this beautiful little universe of kind of used dystopian technology that is a lot more advanced, but, but kind of beaten up as well. And um, I would love something like that with Star Wars, where every week is a different story. Whether they connect at the end or not doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's like, I uh, I always compare those to like uh, I always call them like the adult children's cartoons, where every episode yeah. is like self-contained and always, it doesn't have like a moral per se, but it's like it's got a point. It's got a it's yeah. got a point or a feeling it's trying to convey, and it's very condensed and very compact. Uh, you have to. It's almost it feels more like a writing challenge or a writing prompt, where it's like, how what can you do in twenty to thirty minutes? Uh, I love I love those kind of things too. It'd be it'd be interesting to see what they. Like, I feel like Visions is a good, like, it's kind of, it's kind of there, but I feel like it's more about the art style and things like that, yes. where the, the, yeah. uh, this show would be more about like the, con- like the content, the feeling, um, and yeah. less about the graphics or the, the, the medium well, if, per se. If you were to take, if you were to take Visions and turn it into a live, live action, like, like Black Mirror, for example, like Black yeah. Mirror, and just say, Here's here's a few here's a few bucks. Go and make a half hour self you know um, self sustained featurette. Call it call it faces whatever of you universe. want faces, faces of rebellion exactly. <laughs> whatever whatever. But that kind of you know now going it's, it's it's almost like a creative. Let's just create some creative soup that yeah. we can perhaps pull from to give us inspiration for for the what the future is or just leave it stand alone i don't care but i love the idea of this kind of no nonsense low low risk kind of stuff that can get things going cuz it's like a it's like um, a televised it's like a televised version of from a certain point of view mine but maybe perfect. more 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 serious not, you know less, perfect. less less goofy stories but uh i couldn't something. i couldn't but i couldn't but it better you you, you I spent f- five minutes talking about something that you've captured within a sentence. It's exactly, it's exactly what I meant. It's exactly what I meant. And they could call it that. They could just call it from a certain point of view, from yeah. a different point, from a different yeah. point of view. So two two of the things I recommend since you've come back from your road trip. Have you seen the creator yet? I did. I did see that. Oh, it was awesome. I was such a, it was not, I did. I went in completely blind. Like I didn't yeah, have a clue. I, I, I just knew like who made it and things like that. And I, I drug her with me to go see it in theaters and was like, this is, this is cool. I like this a Did lot. Did she enjoy it? Yeah. Did Madison yeah. enjoy it? She did. Yeah. Oh, great. 
Yeah. That's I mean, really I, don't, cool. I don't think it's one that she's going to be like, hey, you want to watch that again? <laughs> yeah. But no, she enjoyed it when we watched it the first time. That's good. That's good. I do have some things on my I want to rewatch list, but we can we can cover those. And I was going to say the the other thing I'm looking forward to is um, uh, some news only this week, actually. Or over the last week. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched the original Danny Boyle 28 Days Later. The, the, um, Danny Boyle is back and he's um, he's going to do his his sequel. There is a sequel to 28 Days Later, which is 28 Weeks Later, but there's uh, he's going to do 28 Years Later. And I'm hearing that Cillian Murphy is quite keen to reprise his role as well. So I'm super excited about that. I think Danny Boyle is probably one of my favorite directors. I love the stuff that he does. And yeah, and Cillian obviously is one of my favorite um, actors as well. Sorry, that's a that's a movie I have not seen in a long time. I'd have to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to. Yes. I have to rewatch. I mean, it's I enjoy. I remember enjoying it, but like looking at the screenshots over here, it's like, yeah, I, I remember mean, this it's movie. Made, remember- it's made on a shoestring. It's made. It's it's so cheap. It's so cheaply made. But if you think about Danny, a lot of Danny Ball's films anyway, they're, 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 they're done. It's all about the people, the characters and the development, um, as opposed to, um, as opposed to, uh, uh, flashy anything. special effects and stuff like that. Well, exactly. Big, bu- exactly. big budget. Exactly. So yes, my friend, we've been going for an hour and a half. That's, that's about, wow. that's about, that's about an hour longer than I thought we were going to get. You know? We could do We can do this. <laughs> and the, and we, and I think we did this mostly with, I mean, at least I can speak for myself. I came in with no notes and I think you came in with some general ideas. So yeah. I, I just think thought about is... how do we, I, and, and, and the notes did me no good anyway, because quite frankly, I, I, I bust the, the order of them anyway, as soon as I opened my mouth anyway. So uh, <laughs> no, that was great. That was really, really good. Thank you very much for for setting this up, man. This is really cool. 